Hey, New Yorkers, do you want to start making cash back for eating out? Try the Cedared app. It gives you gift cards for eating at restaurants across the city. It's simple. You download the app, book a table, take a photo of your receipt, and then they send you gift cards to your favorite stores like Starbucks, Lululemon, Amazon, and more. Use my promo, Jacqueline23, to get 15 bucks in Starbucks gift cards right now. Not kidding. Fifteen. $15. Use my promo, Jacqueline23. You'll immediately start earning. Plus, you'll get cash back on where you eat out. What's the catch? Nothing. These are usually newer restaurants trying to get their name out there, and you can help them do that while earning rewards. You don't have to take a background check. You don't have to get your leg. Nope. All you got to do is download the Seated app and then start earning. Use my code, Jacqueline23. The app is spelled S-E-A-T-E-D. So simple. Seated. This is the Making a Musical podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Thrapp. The podcast follows the development and execution of our critically acclaimed off-Broadway musical, Good Morning New York. We are open. We are ready to go. Get your ticket today. Good Morning New York Musical com. We have four more weeks. The next performance is Thursday and you're going to want to come on Friday because Friday is free headshot day. Here's how it works. So everybody who gets a ticket for Friday, if you come early between 6 to 7 p.m., we're going to, giving, to be taking free photos of you in front of a backdrop and then we're going to post them online and then you can use them however you'd like. Free headshot day, but you have to have a ticket. So if you have a ticket, just, you know, go get one. Use my promo code FRIENDS right here. FRIENDS, F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Do that because you'll get a $30 ticket and then get your headshot on Friday or come on Saturday or Sunday or whatever. We're here all month long. We just had such an exciting opening weekend. I lost my voice. Can you tell? Here's the thing about producing. I think I've talked about this before, but um, <coughs> I love doing it, but... I'm always in so many places at once, or I have to be, and I pretty much know so many people. I know like the family of the cast members, my family, the production crew, people who come. Like I, I like to talk to as many people as I possibly can to thank them for coming to the show. By doing so, I lose my voice, so uh, that sucks. Now, I gotta say, we had a full house on opening night, which was a pretty big deal, pretty big deal. I'm going to talk about everything. I'm going to talk about the hours leading up to opening night. I'm going to talk about our reviews. I'm going to talk about everything after. Um, so, so much is coming in and it's really hard to keep track of, but it's all good things. So let's start with the press. So, you know, we're going to do this version of Word on the Street. This segment is just going to be all about our press. So, roll it, boys. Starting with Broadway World, quote, Good Morning New York is getting rave reviews from audiences and critics alike. Show score giving the musical comedy a stunning and rare 100% approval rating. And the show-stopping tap dance sequence called Dim the Lights is choreographed by Daniel Gold. So thank you very much, Broadway World, for covering our little show. Let's go to Lori Lawson now. She came, She's a theater critic who did a review. She says that... Good Morning New York has hilarious concepts like a slow motion version of a mugging, a disastrous Christmas Eve date, and a tap dancing sequence in a dive bar. 
I'm so happy. She also um, gave us a little shout saying that the musical had some very clever songs that moved the storyline along. Thank you for that. We also had a host from QVC come out and say it was very funny. Next week, we have more journalists coming. Um, Backstage with B is going to put me posting something today. So the reviews are coming in. So far, they're really, really good. That is the word on the street. Get your ticket to Good Morning New York. You can find more information about our show on all the ticketing sites out there in New York City. Playbill actually just put us in their recent article called What's Coming to Off-Broadway in Winter 2020 with the subtitle, Playbill's Must-Read Guide to New Off-Broadway Plays and Musicals Debuting in January, February, and March. That is us. We are in the winter preview. Boy, this is fun stuff. All right, so let's talk about opening night because, oh boy, we had fun and I was up early making sure that that magic we all experienced happened. So, how does one make the magic happen, huh? Well, it all starts with setting an alarm for 10 a.m., which is early for me. It's early. All right, so, all right, so here, here's, here's how it happens. So, I woke up. I'm not sure how many of you guys follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Thrapp, but I shared a little bit of my morning that morning on Instagram because as you know, my, hopefully you know, if you don't know, then follow me on Instagram, you'll see the mess that I have created in my apartment, because I woke up to so many boxes just, just scattered around my living room, like, I can't believe my roommates have not said anything, because it's, it's a mess, and they're still there, like, I'm recording this on what, what is today, Tuesday, yeah, those boxes are still there with, like, clothes, but I'll explain the clothes in a second, so... The first thing I have to do is move all of the gift bags for Good Morning New York to the theater. And we have 200 gift bags. So the first thing I did, I had to unpack all of the teas from the boxes. Our Harney and Sons, that's our sponsor. They sent us all this tea for gift bags, which is like amazing tea. Their New York blend is so good. I'm drinking it now for my voice because holy cow, I lost my voice. So... I unpack the boxes and I put the tea in suitcases, but the suitcases that I have are for my winter and summer, not my winter, my summer and spring clothes. So I didn't really have anywhere to put my clothes. So I unpack two suitcases. I throw all of my summer and spring clothes on the couch, the, the community couch in my living room. And then I put a bunch of tea in the suitcases. So it doesn't all fit. And then I make one trip with the tea and then I come back to my apartment and then I put more tea in it. It's like 200 tens and these are like nice quality tens of tea. And this is what I'm doing like morning of opening night. Like I'm not getting a blowout or like a massage. I'm just like packing tea into suitcases and, and taking the subway with suitcases. So that was lame. Anyway, so when I get back I finally shower and I put on an outfit that I got through the Seated app. You guys have probably heard my ad for Seated. So I got a nice the dress, not the dress. What is it? Like a one piece? What is that? What's that called? Jumper. The jumper that I wore on opening night, I got with my bonus points from Seated. So basically what Seated is, if you've heard my ad on the podcast before, they're one of my sponsors. Well, what they do is they give you rewards for dining out. So I go to restaurants across New York City and um, 
I get between 20 and 30% back in Starbucks gift cards or whatever. So usually when I eat, I spend about like 20 bucks or something and I'll get between five and $10 back for a gift card that I can use for like Starbucks, um, Macy's, Sephora, Target, Amazon. So I had a, I had a lot of points. I think I had like 75 points or dollars saved up from Seated. So I just got a Macy's gift card, went over there, got a jumper, didn't pay a thing because it was through my seated points. So yeah, so you, what you saw opening night was um, through my seated points. If you're in New York, I highly recommend it. Use my code JACKLIN23 and you'll get, I think it's like you get 15 bucks the first time you try it. It's, it's big. You get $15 in like Amazon and Starbucks gift card the first time you try it. Use my code JACKLIN23. So I come back after all the boxes and I put on my jumper, I shower, <clears throat> and then I head on down to the theater. And then once I arrive at the theater, the, it's so funny, like my biggest concern after that was keeping champagne cold. Well, buying champagne and keeping the champagne cold. So I threw all of the gift bags on, on each and every seat. So all the seats had the gift bags and the premium seats had, had gift cards for a free original Sin Cider, which is another one of my sponsors if you're 21 or up. And then... Yeah, I then now had to figure out how to keep like 15 bottles of champagne cold. And like I was waiting for my mom to bring the ice, but the ice never came. Then that kind of put things behind. And so then I just, uh, I had my aunt get some ice. And then my mom got some ice. She came with more ice. And then I had the champagne girl who was um, there in an action show. Her friend came on over and, and um, handed out champagne for people. I gave, basically I said, I told all the cast, hey, I will give a free comp ticket if you have a, to a friend of yours who was willing to just hand out champagne to people as they walk in. And Theron's friend was the first one that did it. So thank you. She did a wonderful job. But I did have a cooler. I had a small little cooler. And I was like, well, how am I going to keep the champagne cold? So what I did is I just like took, after I distributed the tea, I took one of my cheaper suitcases and I just dumped all of the ice like in my suitcase and just stuck the champagne in there and it's like okay well like hope this doesn't melt or seep through because that's just gonna suck but it's just water so it should be fine and then as that's going on my aunts arrived and started helping build the red carpet backdrop it's the step and repeat and earlier that morning when I was there for the first round dropping off the tea I asked Michael the owner of the players theater hey like where should we put the step and repeat and it was it was an unseasonably nice day. It was like 65. And then he pitched the idea like, how about we have it outside? It's a nice day. It'll get a lot of buzz. And then I was like, okay, yeah, that works. So my aunts and my mom set it up outside. And then our stage manager, Felicia, came in and like helped make sure it didn't fall on anybody. And then it's, it's pretty funny because I have these... <clears throat> remember on the podcast, I was talking about how I wanted to create this wonderful wonderful magic opening night where you walk in and someone gives you champagne and there's a red carpet and then you walk into gift bags like everything that I wanted to do happened and I'm so happy because it was a really magical night for me and I hope it was for everybody else and I, I keep going back to this but Marvelous Miss Maisel that opening night cast party taught me how to have a cast party. That Cipriani event that was like too big for the world and I never should have been there. And you walk in and they're handing you a Bellini or something. A Bellini? Yeah, that's what it is. It's the good stuff. It's like $30 drink. 
that like that's what I I tried to create and it's funny because I didn't know like I didn't I, I don't know how to build a backdrop I've never built that someone else has always built that for me and like champagne like I didn't even have glasses I had to have my director like pick up the plastic glasses so it was all these like crazy ideas I had of like let's let's make this look like it is really 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 expensive and that's what I did and it wasn't like my aunt actually just bought most of the champagne and then they, the rest was from Trader Joe's and it was like $5.99 per bottle so the champagne was not expensive at all. The backdrop we had, it was like 100 bucks, 120. I bought it like for our album launch party, so that wasn't expensive. The bags were like 100 or so. The tea was from our sponsor. So like and the beer was from our sponsor. So like I did it all for really cheap cuz in my budget, I budgeted opening night cast party or opening night party would be like 500 bucks for the promo stuff. We kept it under that um by a lot. And it was really cool to be able to create that. And what's so funny is, like, I spent all day with my family just, like, trying to create this this world. Um, and I think we did a good job. Because it's funny because then I posted a photo of me saying opening nights tonight. And that's when uh, my friend McGee at Pix11 uh, got word of the musical. She's like, hey, I'm going to come down and cover it. So, like... When the, the sun starts to go down, we bring in our a photographer to take photos of the cast. We plan to do it at 6. And I didn't think to... Uh, we, I knew that a lot of press was going to come to the show. I didn't know if a lot of them were going to come do interviews. But then you notice, like... I mean, it quickly turned into kind of a little frenzy. I didn't expect it. I just was like, oh, cool, backdrop. We'll have a few people taking photos and we'll go in. But, like, it really turned out to be, like one hell of a big deal and like we that's that little neighborhood stood still we really stole the stage in that neighborhood and I have to now I reminded myself I need to go back to that theater today and print little postcards to put outside the theater so people walking by can like get a postcard and learn about Good Morning New York because I mean holy cow we like we generated so much buzz because there were news trucks there was a red carpet there was a backdrop there was a camera person there were like crowds just gathering around the theater like what is going on and and it's um I mean it's it's a series of hard work and just like me and my family throwing every idea we have and being like okay this will make it look bigger this will make it look bigger this and it is big it is big but like guys we are low budget you all know how much this production costs it's like we're a low-budget production, and the fact that we were able to generate that much buzz with not a lot of money, um, it was amazing. And then you have the show, and okay, so let's move on to the show now. So, sorry, I can't get over the, I just can't get over looking at how busy that theater theater was and outside of it, and like it, it looked, it looked like we were rolling in cash, and we're not, oh no. No, 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 we are not. But we made that appearance, and that's what I like. All right, so let's talk about what happened next. So when we get in, the show starts. And I mean, I'm, I'm not sure why I'm going to talk about the show because I don't want to spoil it. The show was so good. We had laughs at all of the places I wanted. We had um, tears. We had, we had everything I was trying to do. I believe we successfully accomplished, like, the cast was on it, the creative team, the lights, 
was on it. The band, they were on it. Like everybody was on top of it. And I'm really proud. It was really fun to just sit back and like see people react to something that we've worked so hard on for years. And then we got a standing ovation, which was my first standing ovation in off-Broadway. And then we had another standing ovation on Sunday, which was my second. It's funny because I remember thinking back in 2018, we had the show and I remember like we only had one standing ovation from like some guy who I didn't know. And he was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this this is a show. This is a show and I'm going to stand. Even though it's a 30 seat theater and like it's at a comedy place, I'm standing. And I was like, okay, I like that. I like that. So we've had standing ovations. We've had packed houses, good reviews. I mean, are you going to come to the show or what? Huh? Huh? We're waiting for you. Okay, let's see what happened after. So after was pretty fun. So after the musical, we kind of, you know, packed everything up. And then the band kind of hung around a little longer. Bobby Allen, who plays John in the musical, his girlfriend bought cheese. It's like a thing that they do. And so we had some cheese and champagne and some booze. And then Jackson's father gave him bourbon. I believe that he shared a little bit with us, which was so thoughtful. Thank you, Jackson. And Warren D. Bell. Thank you. So besides that, I mean, it was good. I mean, I, uh, what else to say? What else to say? Um, there was a cast after party, but I missed that because I was too busy in the theater still hanging with my family. And then I went home and woke up the next day and did it all over again. <laughs> What did I have to do? Oh, I had to wake up early on Sunday and clean up the mess. The Players Theater did a good job of cleaning up the mess, but I still had to, like, break down the backdrop. I threw it in the lobby, and I had to break that down. I had to, like, go through the bar inventory. We ran, we ran out of booze except for the um, cider. And besides that, I mean, what a show, you know? I'm, like, rubbing my eyes now because just thinking about it exhausts me. And um, Monday I didn't do much. And then I have a few press interviews today, which is cool. Press keeps reaching out. Then I'm going to go see a show today and see our musical in the Playbill. Yeah. So I think that this has certainly been quite a dream. And, you know, people always ask me, like, how do you do it? How do you do it? I think, I don't know. I mean, I just keep thinking back, and I'll probably post this photo to, like, Two and a half years ago, the very first reading of this, not like stage reading, it was like a table read with myself, our casting director Margot, John Vogel, who was Billy in 2018, and then a guy named Clyde. It's like four improv friends, and one of them and me had an idea for a script, and they just like, we read it and decided if it was funny or talked about if, how to make it funny. So it started with that. It just started with like writing something, having your funny friends, you know, say what they think. And then bringing on Dylan Adler, who I met through improv in 2018, to come on and transcribe stuff. And then, um, you know, bring on uh, Jackson Bell, who then rewrote a lot of it and then arranged the music and then um, co-composed some of it and then add some lyrics for that and then actors. And then I, that's the thing. Like, I can't explain it. How do you explain? How do you, how do, you do this in, in two sentences to people? Like, oh, wow, how hard is it to produce a musical? It's hard, you know? Uh, oh, you know what? I do want to say one more thing. Uh, by the way, though, if you have any tips for like how I can tell people, if if you have any tips 
for how I can summarize the last four seasons of my podcast into two sentences. Let me know because I, I need to tell people because I don't know what to say. I want to talk about it, but that's why I lose my voice because I talk about it too much. Um, here's what I was going to say, and I want to get really serious for a second. One year ago, I had an investor packet and I was going to everybody I knew, friends, family, industry folk. I went to everybody and I asked them to invest in our off-Broadway production and 97% or maybe more said no. And then my tooth fell out and I was nervous that I would never be able to raise the money for this production and I felt like our show was in jeopardy and not a lot of people stepped in to help. So the Players Theater did, though. The Players Theater was like, hey, I'll give you your deposit bag so you can pay for your tooth and, like, keep the show on the road. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. I, I got it. Because Morgan pitched that we have an Indiegogo page. So, like, friends and family stepped in and started giving us some money. Um, then investors stepped in. Mostly my friends and family stepped in and started giving us some money for that. But I still had to raise um, – I still had to save $1,000 from my paycheck every single month just to pay for this. And so – I'm mentioning this because it was not easy getting the money for this and so many people said no and now that we're open there are so many people coming to me wanting to get involved in this current production not like future not like hey I'll take you to Broadway or off Broadway open it's not that like people are coming to me saying like hey hey what can I do to like get credit with this I want to get on board in the next four weeks and, it, and for me, like, I'm taken aback because it's like, you didn't help. <laughs> like, I'm only saying this because I think it's important that when there are people with a script and they're asking for money and you don't help them, it's not okay to come back and say, like, oh, I'll help now. Like, I want to get involved. Now, now that I see it's a hit, I'm in. no. You're not in because you told me no and I'm going to be telling everyone else no. So it's not even financially offering to help. They're just like trying to consult or get credit or like, I don't know, do anything they can do to get their name involved with the show. And it's like very, very frustrating for me because it's like when my tooth was falling out, you didn't help. (laughs) And (laughs) when I was talking about how I'm raising money and I'm broke as hell saving for this, you didn't help. And so anyway, I just want to say like that is happening now. And although it's like, I guess gratifying in a way, it's also still like a little, a little offensive. Um, so just if you guys know this, just heads up and not, not, I don't think it's a podcast listeners. It's just like other people. It's just other people, but all I'm saying, and I guess I'm ranting about this because, like, you guys on the podcast are wonderful listeners. I got to give you guys a name. But you you guys don't do this, which is great. But it's, And that's why I say it on here because I know that the users, I guess we'll say, I'll call them, they're not listening to this. Like, they don't know much. I mean, it's, I mean, they know much, but, like, they don't know much about this process. So, yeah, that's, that's very, very frustrating Um, it's great because it's nice that they love the show and they want to get involved, but it's also too late. So yeah, that's kind of how I feel. And I'm, and I'm trying to find a way to like word it to people and say like, no, you can't get involved. 
I, I guess I should just say that. I'll be like, hey, you know, we're at capacity with help because it's not money. That, that, that's still the thing. Nobody is offering money. And you know what we could use? Money. They're offering help. They want to get like, they want to get producer credit or they want to get like marketing credit or promotion credit or consulting credit. But like they don't want to actually give any money. So, or, or produce it. So if you're not going to be an investor and if you're not going to be a producer, then I don't want you in this production. Next time, if we go forward, I will once again reopen the door and then the world, there will be so many opportunities, just like there was a year ago. There were so many opportunities. And then the people that said yes are doing great. And the people that said no are like, oh man, I probably should have said yes. So it's just like, you know, the door will open again, but the door for this next four weeks is closed because we're at capacity and we have a wonderful team and we're doing a very great job. So that's all I have to say about that. And I just end it with, if you see someone with an idea, offer them some money. <laughs> Don't, you know, that's probably the most helpful thing you could do. Just like when there's an, a disaster, the firefighters are always like, whether it's like flooding or a fire, they're like, don't offer us water because we don't know where to store it. Just give us money, you know, stuff like that. And I know it's, maybe it's cliche. I don't know. But like, if you're not going to produce it and if you're not going to invest in it, like, all right, I'm happy you like it. Thanks for being a fan. All right, um, let's close it out. Long story short, what a successful opening weekend this was. We have free headshot day coming up on Friday, this Friday. We have Broadway Con soon, so see us at Broadway Con. We have so many exciting things in the works, and it's just like, oh God, we have such a good team. So, <clears throat> excuse me, get a ticket for Good Morning New York. Use the promo code FRIENDS and you'll get $30 tickets plus fees, I think. So come on and see the show because we're doing a really good job and I'm really happy <laughs> and my voice hopefully will be better. Bye.